1: Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Jungle Dark Web. Today, we're going to be discussing the Southern Baptist Convention and its latest so-called scandal. It was brought on by Bart Barber and the incompetency of his presidency. Bart Barber's presidency has been characterized by incompetency, but also liberal appointments and lawsuits. A lot of lawsuits are facing the SBC right now. Can't even list them all. That's how many are facing the SBC. And Bart Barber has definitely exacerbated the problem in the Southern Baptist Convention. So the latest scandal, if you would call it that, which a lot of people in Bart Barber's camp are calling it that, is that the Southern Baptist Convention filed an amicus brief that Bart Barber approved. And this amicus brief was in a case related to a lawsuit Brought against the Southern Baptist Convention, we'll get into the details of this amicus brief and was it wrong to have filed it? And uh, we'll get into the details in a second. But first, I want to let you know Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. You can support us over at EvangelicalDarkWeb.org/join. That's our Patreon-like system. But the least you can do is like this video, subscribe to the channel, to the podcast, if. You are new. So, um, we have an article for this video, and that is Bart Barber's incompetency shines in Kentucky amicus, amicus brief scandal. So, this is a amicus brief that was filed in a state appellate court in Kentucky. So, we've already talked about the characterization of the presidency of Bart Barber. It's a, been a pretty bad year and a half. The Southern Baptists and Bart Barber personally are involved in several lawsuits related to defamation or the SBC's invitation of sex abuse lawsuits made when they commissioned and published the Guidepost Report. Bart Barber was elected to the presidency of the SBC with the mandate of carrying out the recommendations of the Guidepost Report, yet he also has the duty to steward the assets of America's largest evangelical denomination. So, how has he been doing at that? Not good. Um, On August 8th, 2022, Bart Barber would approve a shrewd amicus brief in the case of Samantha Killery, an actual sex abuse victim whose case has implications for for the SBC's lawsuit against Hannah Kate Williams. Now, she brought on the lawsuit against the Southern Baptist Convention, but nonetheless... Williams is an alleged sex abuse survivor, and I say alleged because it's unsubstantiated, um, who was used as a prop to manipulate SBC messengers into waiving attorney-client privilege. Not not mentioned in the article, she's bragged about how dumb this decision was after the fact. None of her allegations of sex abuse or sex abuse cover-up thereof have been substantiated and she is a known slanderer. So she is a reputational liar. Interestingly enough, she has been circulating a rumor about the SBC's impending bankruptcy due to a due to nine-figure settlements. So she's claiming that the set, the SBC had a settlement of over nine figures in addition to 10 figures in, or not 10 figures. Uh, eight figures and seven figures. They've also settled for nine figures, which I don't buy. Uh, I don't buy that for a second. The amicus brief was filed to squash her lawsuit on the grounds of retroactive statute of limitation changes being applied to third-party non-perpetrators. So, retroactive meaning in the past. Um... A statute of limitation is the amount of time you can bring a lawsuit or a charge against someone. So there's a time limit on that. You can't just, you know, 15 years from now sue someone for a car accident. Why? Because a statute of limitations is about three years. So uh, that's what a statute of limitations is. So Kentucky changed their law on statute of limitations to say that um, you can, that sex abusers don't have a statute of limit, or they doubled the statute of limitations for sex abuse cases, but the Southern Baptist Convention filed an amicus brief to advocate that the law should not be interpreted to include third-party non-perpetrators, as it was intended only for the perpetrator. That's the argument in the amicus brief. That is, The short version of just under 3,000 words uh, summation of the amicus brief. Its motion to dismiss is contingent on the opinion of the court in this case. So they have a motion to dismiss on the Hannah kate Williams lawsuit. And that motion is going to largely rely on the opinion of this appellate court in Kentucky. So, uh... Here is the amicus brief. It is linked in the article if you want to read it. So, with that said, last week the amicus brief was made known to the public and this has upset the feminist bloc in the Southern Baptist Convention. Bart Barber published a statement on the amicus, a- amicus brief and how it came to be. So this is the statement, the original statement. Uh, we're going to use the article just because it's neater. Um, so that's the statement Bart Barber wrote on his personal blog. This was not a statement delivered via a professional or official platform of a Southern Baptist convention. It was a statement done in his personal blog. So, uh, here's some key quotes from it. You see, if I had gotten, if I had given you a hot take, if I had commented immediately I would have said, what are you talking about? I don't know anything about any amicus brief, but over the weekend I found the email where I approved the SBC's participation in this brief. This is my doing, I approved it, I take full responsibility for the SBC having joined this brief, and this lengthy statement will help explain the mistakes I think I have made. So Bart Barber, instead of doing the Colonel Jessup yeah, I ordered this, I ordered the Code Red, I ordered the amicus brief. He is saying, I made a mistake, and he will now explain how he made the mistake, which is even worse, I would say. Um, The Colonel Jessup approach was the right answer to this, you know, supposed scandal. Bart Barber could have doubled down and admitted he ordered the amicus brief because it was in the interest of the SBC. Understandably, it is. Now, it might be a bad PR move to come out against the the uh, Samantha Killery lawsuit. But you could argue that it's in the interest of justice to come out against, to, to have filed this amicus brief. But how did Bart Barber make this mistake? Apparently incompetence. And that's his answer, really. So here's a quote. And I know a lot of, that a lot of you would pose this question, Bart. What were you thinking? I'm trying to, uh, I'm going to try to answer that as best I can. Although I have to piece, I, I'm having to piece it together myself since I did not even remember that I had done this. Maybe I can explain why I did not remember it. It happened August nine, uh, two thousand twenty-two, nearly fifteen years ago. That the day before August. uh, I announced the appointment of the Abuse Reform Implementation Task Force. That night, I released a video responding to the heated criticism I received for appointing Todd Benkirk to that committee. I made that video from a hotel room in Nashville. Pretty sure we covered that at the time. Uh, While I was in Nashville, the day we are talking about August 9 was the day I attended orientation with all the new members of the SBC executive committee. We were in meetings all morning and into the afternoon, as well as that day long orientation was over. I had to go to another, or as soon as the day long orientation was over, I had to go to another meeting. I had called the great commission council together to reveal that to them something they did not know. The department of justice had opened an investigation of the Southern Baptist convention And that we were determined to cooperate fully notice he also doesn't say why they opened the investigation uh, which i don't think is for the reasons that they state
0: what's so special about hero bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.
1: In the middle of that day, I now know that I received an email from SBC's legal team making me aware of this brief and recommending that we join it. It came at 1.30 p.m., which was during the EC trustee orientation and a little more than two hours before I needed to lead that other meeting. The filing deadline was that day, the email said, so I had to a little more than three hours to reply one way or the other. And so maybe you can imagine what I was doing. I was sitting in orientation meeting, trying to pay attention at the same time, fielding questions about my RF appointments. Um, some of which were pretty insistent. Also, I was preparing for what I expected to be a tense and difficult meeting. In between all that, as the other things allowed time, I was sneaking looks at this brief, reading it to see whether I could approve of our participation in it, and the clock was ticking. And the whole thing was an email conversation, the brief, and a brief one at that, I became aware of the SBC's executive committee was joining the brief. I approved our joining of the brief. I hadn't heard anything about it or thought anything about it since then until last Wednesday. That's when it became a, became known. Having a tight deadline, Bart Barber blames the pressure of the job on the wrong decision. Bart Barber then shifts the blame to the executive committee. And We'll skip this part because he kind of references it later. And we'll read that, I guess. Um, but basically, he's questioning whether he even has the authority to have authorized this action, it, to have authorized this amicus brief. He continues to pander. To pander. Uh, those who are those are interesting questions to be sure, but the more important one is this: What about Samantha Killery? What about knowing? Knowing what I know about what she has endured, I can't stop thinking about her. What have I communicated to her and other survivors by taking this action? Those questions can give clarity when legal questions are difficult to sort out. And some of the legal questions in play certainly are difficult to sort out. While Killary is undoubtedly a real victim, the most ethically questionable aspect of this amicus brief would have been the witness towards her, basically the PR of this amicus brief, yet the precedent of her court case has statewide implications that cannot be overlooked. Bart Barber then pontificates on the merits of of statute of limitations, and I can't believe he's even doing this. Um, here's a quote in the middle paragraph. Here, I may not know for sure what I think about the sta- about statute of limitations, but I know for sure what I believe about preventing clergy sexual abuse. I know for sure I believe about what I believe about reporting suspected abuse, uh, sexual abuse every time, right away, I know exactly what I believe about sexual misconduct disqualifies people from pastoral ministries. Now, it's interestingly enough, and let's just, you know, throw some wood on the fire here, but you know what person in the Southern Baptist Convention um, reported sexual abuse or an alleged, uh, I think it was an alleged rape, and then got fired for it, Paige Patterson. He got fired because he reported something to the police, didn't believe the victim, the alleged victim, hard enough, and they fired him for that. And he, his name's written all over the guidepost report because he didn't believe all women hard enough because she wasn't believable. Um, and I think the fact that she doesn't press charges and definitely increases that the evidence of that, but Paige Patterson had his other reasons for not believing in her. So, but he reported it to the police anyway, and still got fired for it. So pretty messed up, but that's Southern Baptist convention for you. Um, So the last paragraph is also uh, important here. Also among these other things I can say with, certainly I, I can say with, certainly I can say this. I did not, give this decision to file this brief, the level of consideration that it deserved. Some of the most important information affecting my decision was information. I failed to seek knowing what I know. Now I know that I should have asked more questions. I should have taken the opportunity to request a meeting between the interim CEO, myself and our legal counsel to gather more information. I did not have the power to decide then, but I did have the opportunity to advise. I failed Use that opportunity wisely, and I regret that our future decision decisions likewise lie with the SBC Executive Committee. I hope to do a better job of using my voice to influence those decisions going forward. Bart Barber tries to balance out his actions by stating that that his liberal appointments to the Abuse Reform Implementation Task Force uh, disapproved of this brief and their record in standing up for survivors that's the next quote but I do want to talk more about this quote for a second he's deflecting blame here he's saying I didn't really have the power to do this and I was forced and I was kind of pressured to have made a decision that I wasn't really ready to have made so he's deflecting blame here rather than owning it and I would argue is the right call to have filed this amicus brief and I'm not a fan of amicus briefs I don't think they're particularly helpful and I think it's not generally not money well spent, but if this amicus brief can get you out of a lawsuit, uh, with someone who you should not settle with because they're a habitual liar, by all means, file it and save money here. So Bart Barber again, wants to balance out his actions saying, look at all the good I'm doing. This certainly outweighs this, um, is what I think he's kind of doing here. Um, uh, when he says this, I was not thinking, how can I harm survivors of sexual abuse today? I spent that day appointing people like Marsha Blalek and Todd Benkirk, both of whom have publicly expressed disapproval with, of this brief. Now, Todd Benkirk was super problematic at the time because of his treatment of Jennifer Buck. And that was super problematic at the time. And he was eventually forced to leave that committee in disgrace. I wasn't appointing Todd or Marshall out of one hand while trying to thwart their efforts out of the other. I know for sure I spent that day trying to support everyone on the Abuse Reform Implementation Task Force and to carry forward our work. August 9 was not the day I spent trying to hurt survivors. Bart Barber's attempting to use his folksy reputation to deflect blame and accountability for actions that were not wrong in and of themselves, but only wrong because they were unpopular on the internet. But in the end, it is yet another example of in, of his incompetency as president of the Southern Baptist Convention. And that's what I got to say about that. Again, Bart Barber sucks at his job. Um, but one thing is for certain. There is a rising opposition in the Southern Baptist Convention. Maybe they don't have the votes yet but you're starting to see some leaders arise that aren't part of the conservative Baptist network guild. And they're doing some meaningful work and pushing back against the SBC's narratives. And maybe you're going to start to see messengers think that they've been bamboozled. You know, it's harder to convince someone that... um, What's the Mark Twain quote about, you know, it's easy to convince someone that they're wrong. It's much harder to convince someone that they've been tricked. Um, basically that, like you got to convince these people that they were tricked and that's what you got to do in the Southern Baptist convention. They were tricked. All these people in the liberal block have over-promised and underdelivered on their promise to do these reforms But these reforms are fiscally irresponsible and ultimately they're still defending themselves in court, which is not what the... You know, guidepost report would have the Southern Baptist Convention do. It doesn't believe in due process. It just believes in believing all women. That's the Southern Baptist guidepost report mentality here. But at the end of the day, they're still defend they're, they're not going to give up their assets. And that was stupid to have given the assumption or the impression to SBC uh, messengers that you're going to set up a survivors' fund using send relief, which is a joint program of two cooperative program entities to fund payouts. That was pretty dumb. but And, and that's unbiblical as well. Uh, so anyway, uh, Bar Barber doesn't know anything about managing the SBC, and it shows. And then he also wants to debate the merits of statute of limitations, which is also stupid because these are vital legal instruments. Anyway, I've gone on long enough. Have a blessed day. We will catch you on the next one.
0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar.